Hey everybody, welcome back to Letterman Row. I am Austin Ward, joined by Spencer Holbrook. It's a rapid reaction, sort of, brought to you by Byers Auto. It's been about two days, Spencer, since Ed Ogeron decided to publicly throw out a net to cast for a cornerback who could transfer in and help the LSU Tigers. It was pretty easy uh, to figure out who he might be chasing after uh, because it needs to be a graduate transfer who could be immediately eligible. Uh, it needs to be somebody who's good enough to play at LSU, another school that pretends like it's DBU. Um, and it needs to be somebody that's not playing this fall. Well, that narrows it down real quick. Um, and it just felt so, I don't know, dirty and gross. Like, you know that SEC teams were trying to get guys like Sean Wade, uh, you know, graduates, could have open it up to a number of guys on the Ohio State roster. But Sean Wade would be, you know, the, the, the prettiest uh, girl in the, at the dance for any of these coaches. And it's just, you knew they would do it privately, but to do it publicly just felt so bizarre and wrong. And, and like the headlines that came out of that press conference, you know, he spoke for, I think he spoke for a half hour, 45 minutes. And, and the biggest headline was, it was even from the AP that said, uh, LSU seeking graduate transfer cornerback. It's like, is this a Craigslist posting? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> it just felt like such an ad. And so uh, it ruffled our feathers. I know that. I'm sure it ruffled Ohio State's feathers and, and everybody around the Big Ten because it was so blatantly obvious what he's trying to do to get these kids to come to come play for him. When, when you know, rapid testing is becoming available and stuff like that, we still don't have an idea of whether they're even going to be able to pull this thing off. Yeah, and that's been – you know, you know, Ryan Day obviously had to make his pitch to his own players that, you know, the winter or spring would be worth it, but also that there would be risk for anybody trying to leap somewhere else in the short term, like an SEC team, ACC, Big 12, that hey, it's still almost a month away until the SEC starts playing. This very same LSU team, uh, it was reported that it was their offensive line, but they lost like an entire unit for two weeks due to contact tracing and, and positive COVID tests. Um, Alabama uh, had to shut down their bars uh, for two weeks. I could go on, you know, the issues that are going to keep popping up. There's a lot of risk, A, that you could find somewhere to go, get into school, learn a new system in such a short turnaround to be ready in four weeks, but also that you might transfer and find that they're going to have to make the same decision as the Big Ten and the Pac-12 and not even play. That's not a safe bet. And, you know, Sean Wade can make up his own mind. He's had this option available to him for three or four weeks now since that decision was made uh, by Kevin Warren and the Big Ten presidents. His dad has publicly said that, you know, Sean, who is a graduate uh, at Ohio State, you know, and came back to prove that he could play as an outside cornerback and boost his NFL draft stock, you know, he had no, no interest in pursuing something like that. He could have already done so if he wanted, but um, it's just, you know, now <laughs> it's the end of, end of August and Ogeron is out here telling people, hey, Please come on down here. There's still room. Help us out. It's just, I just can't get over it. Here, let me let me re reevaluate my roster. See what I need, and then put out the plea. Like hey, if he would have needed a linebacker, he would have done the exact same thing and called on, you know, whoever Baron he Browning. thought, Baron Browning or something. He, the only thing he didn't do was list Sean Wade by name. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's the only thing he fell short of. It's just. Like I said, I, I wrote a column about it, and I said, you know, it, it's just another example of that. It just means more down here. You know, look at us. It's a chess beat. We're playing. We need guys. You guys aren't playing. Uh, come on down. We'll, we'll accept you with open arms. And and I think it's it's really getting old. Uh, I, I think it's just it, a lot of people are growing tired of it. Um, it it's, it's very typical, though. I, I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. 
look, I don't think that LSU is alone here in trying to get um, Big Ten or Pac-12 players, the, the cream of the crop, to come no. down there. But but he's the only one to do it publicly, and it's very on brand for him. Back in another life, when I covered Tennessee, uh, and Lane Kiffin bolted in the middle of the night, Ed Ogeron was on his staff as a defensive line coach, and he was going with Lane Kiffin to USC. So the players were uh, spilling out uh, from a team meeting. It was right before school was about to start. The early enrollees were there. Uh, it was a bit of a – it wasn't a riot, but it was certainly a protest, and there were some mattresses lit on fire, and the players were outside the facility, uh, upset themselves, and they were getting calls um, from Ed Ogeron saying, don't go to class tomorrow, the early enrollees. You'll still be able to – potentially get out of your letter of intent and maybe, you know, join us at USC for the fall. If you don't go to class tomorrow, you know, don't do it. Like you recruited these kids. It's the day before they're starting class. You spring this on them and then you try to talk them out uh, on short notice of going to class the next day. You know, that's not a specific recruiting violation of which he's also been charged with at other times in his career, but it just tells you the links that he will go to when everyone was going to find out what it would be. This, this was at a press conference. The others are, you know, hundreds of media around, you know, the campus in Knoxville talking to these players directly. It just, it's, I know who he is, and he keeps showing it over and over, and it's just, hey, you know, everybody wants to win, but the, the links that he'll go to do so are pretty wild to me. And it, it's just the athletic department in general, you know, whatever's going on with their basketball program is just absurd. And then – you know, to add on to it, they're trying to make sure that the NCAA doesn't lump in the football program with it because, hey, one of their offensive linemen got $180,000 from the booster who stole money from a, a private hospital to put, give it to a, an offensive lineman. So, you know, their day on the football NCAA spotlight is coming. And I don't mean hoisting another trophy. Like, it's coming. They're just trying to make sure it's separated from this basketball ordeal. So I don't know, you know, if there's anything going on behind the scenes, he's been contacting players that are on other rosters because that's also not allowed. Um, but they, like you said, if somebody shows you who they are, believe them. And uh, he's done it a few times in his career. You know, if, if Sean Wade put his name in the transfer portal and LSU and Ed Ogeron wanted to reach out and do so directly and, and hint about it publicly, cool, no problem. I mean, that's the way it goes. He made his choice that he wanted to play somewhere else, but to – basically be the first in line to go publicly beg to say that LSU would be the landing spot because they have an opening and need someone to start. I mean, Sean Wade, wherever he goes, he's going to be a starter. It's not like he needs an, an invitation that the depth chart is clear. This guy is a first round draft pick uh, whenever they hold the draft next April, or if they push it back, who knows what's going to happen. Uh, he could pick wherever he wanted to go. He didn't need LSU to try and roll out a red carpet. And that's, I, I that part I just find funny. He doesn't – John Wade wouldn't need an invitation to say – he's not a – he doesn't need a promise of instant playing time like a freshman coming out in class of 2020. And the, the icing on the cake for this for me is, like, if you're Sean Wade, you are guaranteed basically to be a top 10 pick in the NFL draft. If you get to play at Ohio State again, that is awesome. Like, it's, it's all gravy. If you don't, you're still going to be a top 10 pick. So why would you even consider leaving? So like for these college coaches to like publicly plea and not kind of grasp that, it just, it's very odd to me. I don't know. It, it, it just smells fishy. Smells fishy. That's, I think that about sums it up. I don't know what else we can say about it. It's, it's laughable. 
Uh, it's also kind of gross and shady. The other part is that I think it's entirely predictable that, uh, you know, people recognize from the fact, from the jump, that when the Big Ten canceled it, uh, there might be some concern. But I think a lot of that stuff with transfers and leaving was unfounded. There's, you know, there are a number of players that are embracing this potential to play in the winter and in January. I know that uh, people don't believe that, and there are still some health and safety concerns that must be worked out. But, you know, if the NFL complies and moves back to draft and uh, Sean Wade could maybe play eight more games, I don't know if he will or won't. His dad has also said that a spring season wouldn't be appealing to him. We'll have to check with him on Saturday at the protest if, if eight games in January and February would change his mind. But, uh, you know, these are some of the repercussions that the Big Ten is dealing with. And this one, I guess, is not all that surprising. Hey, you can't let Kevin Warren off the hook here. You can't let the leadership of the Big Ten completely off the hook. Like, this is also their doing. You know, if, if they would have just, you know, delayed the season, like everyone keeps continues to harp on, this probably wouldn't be happening. So, I mean, they're not completely off the hook. But uh, I think uh, the main point is, is on Ogeron right now. I guess I have to end every show this week by saying delay was such an easy option. Why didn't you do it, Big Ten? Uh, no going back on that anyway. Uh, but that that about sums up a rapid reaction to uh, another strange situation uh, as Ohio State and the Big Ten continue to move forward in these uncertain times. That's Spencer Holbrook. I'm Austin Ward. This has been Rapid Reaction brought to you by Byers Auto. We'll see you next time. Bye.